Pope Francis has thrown Cardinal Zen, how else do we say it? He's thrown him under the bus. He's thrown him to the curb. He's thrown him to the wolves. We live on planet Earth. During this time, it could be argued that the most systematic persecution of Catholics is in China. China has a systematic persecution of the Catholic Church. And since the era of Chairman Mao, there has been a underground movement of Catholics in China wishing to be faithful to Jesus Christ and the one true church, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, an underground church. And the response of the atheistic communist regime of China is to have their own Catholic denomination that is reconciled to the Chinese atheistic communist government. And so what you have in China are, in a way, two forms of being Catholic. The underground, traditional, faithful way that sought to be connected with Rome and not affiliated with the government. And then the official patriotic Catholic Church. The great betrayal that's happened to Cardinal Zen, who's 90 years old, the dear man, is that Pope Francis, through the advice and counsel of ex-Cardinal McCarrick, yes, you heard me correctly, I'll talk more about what Vigano says about that and my own personal experience with McCarrick. Yes, my own pert being in the same room with McCarrick discussing the situation with Chinese Catholics. Francis has thrown them to the curb, thrown them to the wolves and betrayed Zen. And Cardinal Zen is on trial. He's going to trial. And Francis hasn't lifted a finger to assist the man. Why? Because Pope Francis and the patriotic so-called Catholic Association are together. It's shameful. It's horrible. So today we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about Cardinal Zen. We're going to talk about his arrest, his trial, and then the recent words. I'm going to go ahead and just say callous uncaring words of Pope Francis for Cardinal Zen. You would think that in a persecuted country like China, if you had a revered, eminent cardinal like Cardinal Zen, who has lived through the entire era of this compromised situation in China, you would think if you were Pope, you would bring this man close to you into your council to fully understand the situation. And what does Francis do? He slams the door in Zen's face. Zen went to Rome to meet with him. He wouldn't meet with him. But if you're a pro-abortionist, if you're a globalist, if you're a green theologian, if you're James Martin, if you're one of the German bishops who wants to bless certain unions that are unnatural, open door, revolving door, constantly, if you're Bono, the lead singer of U2, come on in. Pope Francis is waiting for you. You're Cardinal Zen trying to protect the religious liberty of true Catholics in China. No room for you at the inn, says Francis. 
It's a total scandal. And we talk all the time about the scandals in the United States and in Europe and in Latin America. But I'll tell you right now, one of the biggest scandals of this pontificate is his treatment of the Chinese underground movement and his treatment of this venerable man, his eminence Cardinal Zen. As you can see, I'm a little worked up over it. I've actually been to China, believe it or not, before I was a Catholic, I did a short-term missionary trip of about seven or eight weeks in China as a Protestant. And it was a pretty amazing experience. Um, I learned a bit of Chinese, not very much, and uh, was able to go to Shanghai and Hong Kong and Hangzhou and uh, many of these places. I, I did a summer university because you can't just say I'm a missionary and come to China, especially back in the 90s. You had to have a reason. So I had a, a student visa and I worked with a Protestant organization and went to China and I saw what it's really like there. They have a grip on what they consider to be Christian and you conform or you go to jail. Colonel Zen is someone who we should seek counsel from, not throw him to the curb and not slam the door in his face. All right, we're going to pray the Our Father in Latin, the universal language of the church, and then we'll learn about Cardinal Zen, and we'll learn what Francis just said about Cardinal Zen. Corremus nomine patris et fidi et spiritus sancti. Amen. Pater noster, qui es in celi, sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum. Fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra. Panum nostrum quotidianum de nobis odie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris. Et nenos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos malo. Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Imagine for a moment a cardinal of the Holy Roman Church is arrested. Now you might think, like McCarrick or something like that, oh, child molestation, embezzlement. No, he's arrested for standing up for the rights of Holy Mother Church in China. What does the Pope say? What does the Pope do? He doesn't meet with him. He refuses, after several requests, to meet with Cardinal Zen. And by the way, Cardinal Zen recently, I think it was in 2021, celebrated publicly the traditional Latin Mass. You know Francis Bergoglio don't like that. That's rigid. He's going to make Zen pay. The 90-year-old Cardinal, His Eminence, Joseph Zen. Why is he in trouble with the Chinese government? Let me try to put it together for you. He's being charged for failing to register for the 612 Humanitarian Relief Fund. And this is established to register the church. You know, China, I don't know if it is anymore, but when I was there in their national anthem, it states a belief in atheism. They follow the communist Marxist understanding that religion is the opium of the masses. They're anti-religion. And, you know, Stalin and Mao and all of them tried to stamp it out. They couldn't ever really stamp out religion. So eventually what they did is they just controlled it. 
What you saw in Russia is they just basically took control of the Russian Orthodox Church. And in China, they did the same kind of thing. They created these state churches that they could control. Well, Cardinal Zen is not going to do that. And so he and many others have been arrested. And now they were out on bail, thanks be to God. And now they're going to trial. And recently on, let me pull it up here for us. Here we go. This is on Vatican News. Recently on Vatican News, Francis, well, not on Vatican News, but it's in Vatican News. Francis was asked, asked by another, a number of reporters, you can see him here, La Repubblica, etc., various questions. And Elise Allen, is that John Allen's new wife? I'm not sure. But Elise Allen at Crux, she says, Thank you for being with us this evening. Yesterday at the Congress, you spoke about the importance of religious freedom. And this is the ecumenical religious conference that I discussed about four days ago here on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast, which reminds me, while you're here, go ahead and give this show the thumbs up. Share it on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're new, please subscribe here on, on uh, YouTube by hitting the subscribe button which isn't working. Okay, it's in the bottom right corner. So yeah, if you want to see the, the one I just did about his Kazakhstan religious pluralism, does God will all these religions, go to Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast on YouTube. All right, back to Elise Allen and Pope Francis. As you know, on the same day, the president of China arrived in the city where there has been great concern about this issue. This is Cardinal Zen is going to trial. This is a problem. Now, I'm going to skip through some of this because the, the really interesting part, he gives a long answer, Pope Francis does, about you know the Vatican Chinese Commission and how we're dialoguing and Cardinal Perelin, the Secretary of State, has got it all under control. By the way, when Zen was arrested in China, Cardinal Perelin said this does not relate to or affect the Chinese-Vatican agreement. So instead of defending a fellow cardinal, he just basically said, hey, we're, just, we're moving forward with our agreement with China. Don't let this Cardinal Zen stuff take away from it. To me, that's trashy. Cardinal Perelin, that's trashy. All right, so let me pull up here the paragraph. It's this one right here. That's the one I'm reading. Pope Francis, quote, qualifying China as undemocratic, I do not identify with that because it's such a complex country. Yes, it is true that there are things that seem undemocratic to us. That is true. Cardinal Zen is going to trial these days, I think. And he says what he feels. And you can see that there are limitations there more than qualifying because it is difficult and I do not wish to qualify. They are impressions and I try to support the path of dialogue, end quote. This is garbly gook. I don't even know what this means. You know, we're just going to talk about limitations and dialogues and impressions and feelings and all that. Let's just get straight to the matter, Pope Francis. Your cardinal's going to trial under your buddy, the president of China, 
And your response is qualifying China as undemocratic. Okay, what does that have to do with Catholicism? I do not identify with that because it's such a complex country. Okay, all countries are complex. China doesn't get a pass for persecuting your cardinal, especially when all you talk about is pluralism and, and diversity and religious liberty for everybody. And he says, Cardinal Zen is going to trial these days, comma, I think. Well, maybe you should find out, Pope Francis. I mean, are you just kind of getting it from the blogs and the newspapers? I mean, can we figure out what's going on with your cardinal who's going to trial? Are any other cardinals on planet Earth going to trial? This is a big deal. Do your own research. Fact check. The most troubling thing is then Pope Francis says this. I'm reading right here. And he says, Zen, and Zen says what he feels. And you can see that there are limitations there. So he's basically insulting Zen by saying he's just saying what he feels instead of being with me, Francis, and Paralin and supporting the communist version of Catholicism, the above ground church instead of the underground church. So Zen, he's just saying what he feels. And you can see that there are limitations there, end quote. So he's basically just saying Zen is running off his feelings and he's limited. Disrespectful, Francis Bergoglio. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Now, this discussion goes back a long time. And as you know, before I was a Catholic layman, I was an Episcopal priest in the Episcopal Church in the United States of America. And I was an Anglican. I came into the church in 2006. And I was working in Washington, D.C. at the Catholic Information Center, which is just a few blocks north of the White House. And part of our role there was to reach out and evangelize the political community there on K Street in Washington, D.C., and I was the assistant director, and I was running book signings, and I was bringing in speakers and, you know, films. Like, we, we were one of the very first ones to promote Bella, the film Bella. That's the kind of stuff we did, and we had speakers coming in once or twice a week. And, of course, we hosted Cardinal McCarrick. I had met Cardinal McCarrick once uh, before at his offices where we discussed me being ordained a Catholic priest. Yes, I had a conversation with McCarrick. And Cardinal McCarrick said that I would be a very good Catholic priest and he would work uh, on my behalf to make sure that would happen. But he was retiring from the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C., that he would pass this on with his successor, who came to be Cardinal Donald Whirl. So that was my first meeting with McCarrick. A second meeting with McCarrick was at the Catholic Information Center. And he wanted, we invited him to speak because he was the Cardinal Archbishop. By the way, I knew nothing about this whole Backstory with James Grine and beach houses and all sorts of degenerate behavior of McCarrick. He came and he wanted to give a talk on the Catholic Church in China. Now, like I said, I'd been to China as a Protestant. I knew kind of how Christianity and religion worked in China through study, but also through being there. It's like, well, this will be a very interesting conversation. Colonel McCarrick came, and in the progress of his talk, 
at the Catholic Information Center in Washington, D.C., he started to explain how Pope Benedict XVI needed to move away from what John Paul II had been supporting, that is the underground church, and we needed to instead start dialoguing and working with the official Catholic Patriotic Association. And I can remember in the room, because I was recording the talk, I wish I still had the recording, I was the recording guy, I was thinking, am I hearing this right? And looking around the room and seeing other people, and I think George Weigel was there as well, and seeing people kind of look at each other like, wait, is the Cardinal saying that we need to support the communist state church and not the faithful underground church? And that's exactly what McCarrick was saying. I didn't know much about McCarrick. I knew he was liberal. But when I heard this, I thought this is totally insane that a Catholic cardinal would betray the underground church and want to support the official state communist recognized Catholic association. And in the Q&A, people talked about it. And this was, in fact, what was McCarrick was saying. Fast forward to the time of Archbishop Vigano writing his first 11-page missive against the United States bishops, but especially against Cardinal uh, McCarrick and especially against Pope Francis. In that, in Vigano's statement, he talks about meeting McCarrick and McCarrick having been censured somehow by Benedict for his sexual degeneracy. And then that restriction being lifted by Francis and Vigano learning of it and in, in coming across McCarrick and McCarrick going to China. This would have been after I had heard McCarrick say this in 2006, 2007. Francis sent McCarrick to China. This is all St. Gala Mafia baloney. And McCarrick went to China and shortly thereafter, Francis and China shook hands and Francis started recognizing the state-sponsored communist Catholic, and I air, air quote, scare quote, patriotic association and not the underground church. And that's what sent Zen. So this deal, as far as I know, other people aren't talking about it except for Vigano. This Chinese deal with the Vatican has the fingerprints of ex McCarrick on it. So much evil in the world has been unleashed from ex-Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, a Judas priest and a Judas bishop and a Judas cardinal. It's dreadful. What do we do? My friends, you know, we often, I'm ashamed to say it. It was really not until I went to China that I realized the magnitude, how big and how populated China is. We tend to be Eurocentric or Pan America centric. There are so many souls there. And the Catholic Church is handicapped by the persecuting government there. We need to pray rosaries for our brothers and sisters in China. Think how confusing it would be if you had to make a choice to go with bishops who were selected and appointed by the communist politicians with the wink of Pope Francis or to maintain this sort of stalwart independence from the Chinese government. Just like 
Catholics did for the several past decades in China, just like Catholics did in England when Henry VIII said, no, 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 I'm going to start running the church in England. People have to make a decision. Are you faithful first to the church or are you faithful first to the state? Cardinal Zen is faithful first to the church. Cardinal Perelin and Francis do not seem to be that way. And it's a pity. It's a horrible pity. So I'm going to invite you now. We'll pray uh, a Hail Mary, the Ave Maria. And this goes out to Cardinal Zen, but also to all the Catholics in China who are persecuted and confused. Oremus in nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or Prenobis peccatoribus, nuncretor mortis nostre. Amen. And for the faithful witness of Cardinal Zen, his eminence, Gloria Patri, Filio, Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio, et nuncet sempert in secula seculorum. Amen. Well, we are living during a pontificate of confusion. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is not the author of confusion. We are living in a time of destruction, of heresy. I'm probably going to have to do a podcast this week about the Flemish bishops. Have you heard about this? The Flemish bishops have already published their prayers in liturgy for blessing same-sex unions through their process of synod of synodality. That's already happening right now. The Flemish bishops probably have to do a video on that complete destruction the house is on fire now the one holy catholic and apostolic church she herself the gates of hell will not prevail against there will always be a remnant the church is persecuted from outside and from within that's the whole point of my book infiltration the church the one holy Catholic and apostolic church cannot lead us into error or lead us into sin. She is the faithful bride of Jesus Christ. But Christ tells us there will be false Christs and false prophets, false pastors, Judas priests, who will worm their way into our fellowship, into our church, and seek to deceive many. False doctrines, heresy, immorality, using power to corrupt soul and body. All these things are foretold by Christ, by Peter, by Paul, by the apostles, and by private revelation throughout the centuries and even in the last century. What do we do? You stay firm. You do not doubt. You believe in Christ. You hope in Christ. You love Christ and you love your neighbor as yourself. You sanctify yourself every day both prayer. You pray in the morning, you read sacred scripture, the Bible, get yourself a good Dewey Rames Catholic Bible. I listen to it in the mornings. I try to do three chapters listening in the morning with my cup of coffee or my green tea. Avoid mortal sin, venial, venial sin. If you are in sin, go to confession every two to four weeks. Find a traditional Latin Mass and 
very importantly, very a big part of my my message of what I try to do as a dad on a webcam talking to you is to encourage you to pray the rosary every single day. Please pray the rosary. If you don't know how to pray the rosary, you don't know what to do. I've got a very simple solution. It's a little book. It's 50 pages. It tells you the history of the rosary. It tells you the theology of the rosary. And then it gives you detailed instructions with photo pictures on how to pray the rosary in English and in Latin, if you want to go there. And lots of inspiring quotes from the saints and the popes on why you should pray the rosary every day. It's called Rosary in 50 Pages. You can get it at Catholic bookstores or you can go to Amazon.com and, and get it. Rosary in 50 Pages. I recommend if you want. And if you don't want to do that, you don't want to get a book. I have, I think, a dozen videos here on YouTube on how and why to pray the rosary with detailed instructions and also the theology of the rosary. So you can get it free on YouTube. Or if you want it in book form, you can go to Amazon, spend a few dollars, and put it on your nightstand. Pray the rosary every day. That's good. I want to give a shout out to our Patreon community, which has been awesome lately. As you know, I have a new book coming out. It's called Antichrist and Apocalypse. Antichrist and Apocalypse. Where's the book? I'll put it on the screen for you. It is a commentary on the book of Revelation. I go line by line by line on the book of Revelation, which is truly called, not the book of Revelation, but called the Apocalypse. Sorry, I'm distracted right now because I usually have the, uh, here it is going to be big no it's not good antichrist and apocalypse a new book anyway the patreon community this book is dedicated to them they're the ones that made this possible they're the ones who made generous donations so that i could work on it it's been almost nine months in the making and the patreon community did that would you like to become a patreon patron what does that mean you can give a one-time donation you can do it every month and i thank you i send you for example free chapters, resources, Q&A, uh, documents. I got the Catholic Bible cheat sheet, how to read the Bible in a year. And at different levels, as you go up, I send you signed books. In fact, today I just signed about 60 signed books. I signed probably about 20 copies of Rosary in 50 Pages, which my wife is mailing out probably right now. So if you want me to send you some signed books or other cool merch, join our Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash Marshall patreon.com forward slash dr taylor marshall and when the book finally drops antichrist and apocalypse there'll be some extra goodies for our patreon people so if you want to get those extra benefits related to the new book antichrist and apocalypse go to patreon.com forward slash dr taylor marshall that's me all right friends thanks for watching Pray your rosary every day. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. And happy feast day of St. Eustatius. Which has, he's the one who saw the deer with the crucifix in his horns and he converted. It's on the bottle of the Jägermeister. Look into it. Also, St. Hubertus also had the same vision. Interesting.
St. Eustatius, St. Hubertus, pray for us.